Thank you for joining us this Saturday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is called Getting the Right Perspective. It comes from James chapter 4, verses 11 through 17. You know, sometimes we want to take a look at this in a way that we think sometimes we're the master of our life, the master of our fate. We're the captain of our soul. We have everything in control. How subtle we conceive ourselves that we control each and everything in our life. Sometimes we think we do. But you know, sometimes it can take a crisis or a tragic event or a situation. Even death itself convinces us otherwise how short life is. If we are truly wise and humble, we will carefully, we will listen carefully to what James says in this text. He mentions, you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Other ways you can look at it were like a vapor, like when you're boiling water and you see the vapors of the water uh, coming up, the, the little uh, steam, and then it's there and then it's gone. Our life is compared to this mist here for a little while and then we vanish. Some people try to set up earthly kingdoms here. Some people try to set up a legacy so they'll be remembered for eternity. But I thank the Lord that we have a God that remembers each and every one of us. We'll be with him in eternity. It's not about setting up a name here or status here or the amount of possessions that you have. God, give us this life. And you know, one day this life is going to end our earthly life. Well, let's take a look at the scripture, but first we'll pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for bringing this message to mind on this Saturday. We normally do a podcast Monday through Friday, but today you put this message on my heart and mind, and I want to do your will. So I decided to do this Saturday podcast, and Lord, we ask as we obey that you will give me words and wisdom as we bring forth this podcast on this Saturday. So let's take a look at this. Amen, amen. So let's look at this scripture. It says, Brother, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against his brother or judges him speaks against the law and judges it. You know, we think about that. We, we are quick to judge people. Christians are quick to judge people. Say, oh, they're not like us. They're not the same color. Or they're not the same... Uh, same belief, we're quick to judge them. In the world today, people judge people just by what they see. On the outside, they never fully get to realize and try to understand the person on the inside, who they are, their character. Like we were talking about the poor and the homeless in situations the other day. You know, sometimes we judge a book by its cover as the slang used to say when I was growing up. But if you never open the book and read it, then you never know what's on the pages. Just like the Bible, many, many people have circumstances where they judge the Bible, they judge God, they judge their, they judge their brother according to the scripture. But they speak against the law and the judges. God is the ultimate judge. 
says there's only one lawgiver, the judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you who are, who are you to judge your neighbor? God is the, is the only one that can do that. He's able to save us and he, he's able to destroy. It says, now listen, you who today, who say today or tomorrow, we will go this place or that place or to this city or to that town. We'll spend a year there and we'll carry on business and make money. But as Christians, God calls us to a task. God calls us, each one of us, to a calling. You know, we're not a robot, but if we obey God, God will lead us down a different road. God will take us to places we could only imagine. I can tell you as a kid growing up, you know, life was tough. It wasn't easy, but I always clung to the word of God. And God saw me through. Little would I know I would be clean around the world today. If you asked me that when I was a, a teenager, I'd say, you're crazy. No, God wouldn't send me there. Or God, wouldn't, God wouldn't make a way. Because everything, we were poor, we didn't have much. But look at it now, God has taken me places that I could only dream about. And there's many, many more places I want to visit. Israel. I want to go to Israel and see these biblical sites that are mentioned in the Bible, these places that Jesus was. There's many, many things I'd like to do. And God will make a way if it's to be. But as the writer tells us today, that most people in the world think they're the master of their fate. You know, people say, well, there is no God, so I'm just going to live it up today. Here today and gone tomorrow. You know, I often think of tombstones in a cemetery. And we see this little epitaph where people write, you know, a little saying sometimes or a scripture. Or sometimes the only thing there is is their name. And then there's the date they were born and the, date, the dash in the middle and the date they died. But that, I often think about that dash in the middle. You know, what was that person's story? What was their life all about? Sometimes it's best to listen to our elders, our grandparents, great-grandparents. Listen to what they say about life. They'll tell you that life is short. Think about it. People live 80, 90, 100 years. But that's just a vapor, a mist, as the writer tells us today. But the Bible tells us there that we, we need to be careful today and tomorrow. What we do, is it within the will of God? There are things we do normally that we have to do. Our jobs, shopping, you know, going the, the, here and there. Because we need to do them, pay bills, those things. But when it's a calling of God, we need to realize, like this person spent a year and they carried on business and they made money. But making money did not, did not fix the problem. They were still judgmental. 
that could work hard. I think of some countries where people work 12 hours a day or 16 hours a day. Some of them even have to work and live and eat at their jobs. But the Bible tells us there in verse 14 of James chapter 4, says, why do you not even know what will happen tomorrow? We don't know. What is your life? We don't know about tomorrow. We live in the now and today. If tomorrow comes and God grants us tomorrow, then we will, we will walk in the will of God. Like I said, we, are we going to make mistakes and go down, you know, think this is of God? We, we will. Sometimes we have our personal agenda that we think this is what God wants me to do. And I'm not saying that we don't listen to the voice of God, but sometimes we want to do it this way. But God has a purpose. God has a plan for each and every one of our lives. The writer tells us, our life is like a mist that appears for a little while, and then it vanishes. We're here for a certain amount of time. And then once we go, that's it. We're either going to spend eternity with God or we're going to spend eternity in hell. It's the reality. There's no middle ground. There's no darkness at the end saying that's it. When the lights go out, there's nothing. But if the Lord wills, we will live and do this and do that. It's according to the will of God today. Somebody says, oh, well, how do you know the will of God? We need to pray about it. We need to read God's word. We need to step out in faith sometimes. We need supernatural faith to move your whole family all the way around the world to preach the word of God. Not everybody is going to call, be called to do that. But God has a plan and a purpose. Are we always going to know the will of God? Is it like breadcrumbs, you know, when we follow that trail? The answer is no. Somebody said, why doesn't God just write it down? He does. It's on the pages of the Bible. But we just have to read it, pray about it, and let God lead. It says, as it is, you boast and you brag. Also, such boasting is evil. We have to be careful that we don't take credit for what God does. Sometimes people cross that line. They think that, oh, I did this. You know, God didn't have a hand in it. And the more they get prideful and both boastful, they begin to brag. It says, anyone then who knows to do good ought to do good and doesn't do it in sin. That's what it's all about today, that we do good in the name of Jesus Christ. We do good for the purpose of spreading the good news, letting our life be a living example, a legacy for future generations. I think back growing up in the Church of the Nazarene, how many people that were instrumental in my life that came alongside and gave words of encouragement, gave guidance, gave direction. They were there when life was tough. 
but they were not there to judge. They were not there to condemn or to slander. They were there to, to show compassion, to show love, to show Christ in and through their life. They were the saints of the church, as we say, or as I say. I remember them. I remember their names. They're stuck forever in my mind. Those that uh, reached out and took this little runny-nosed boy that seemed to have no hope and gave me the hope of Jesus Christ. They showed me the way. Life is short. So it depends on what you're going to do with your life today. Are you going to listen to God? Are you going to judge others? Are you going to do like the writer says? Today or tomorrow we will go to this city and that city. We will do spend a year and we'll carry on business and make money. Are we going to listen to the will of God today? We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds tomorrow when it comes. When we get out of bed in the morning, if we're able to do that, we put our feet on the ground, we open our eyes, we hear the birds sing these simple things in life, we see this beautiful sunrise like I saw this morning. Think about it. All of these things are a gift from God. We take it for granted sometimes. We do need to enjoy life. There are times that we need rest and relaxation. There are times that we need to get away and to get refreshed. There are times when we just need to take a break or we'll burn out. It's amazing. You know, we have to take time for our health, time for our families, time for us to commune with God on a personal level, in a sense, where we can grow closer. Sometimes we just need to get away at quiet time. Whether it be a, an hour, sometimes you may go away for a weekend as a family. You know, the Bible says a family that, uh, or a saying I've heard says a family that prays together stays together. Families don't pray anymore. They're so busy on their cell phones texting and doing this and doing that and surfing the internet and checking Facebook and all of that. Even at the dinner table, they don't even talk anymore. Many people don't even spend time around the, the dinner table. But it's important that we take our time. We build those relationships again. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us on Saturday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we look forward to joining you with a new message of hope on Monday. God bless and have a great weekend. Pastor Doug Solomon.